In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today we celebrate the feast of the great Saint Mary Magdalene. From uh, the Father Lazansmissel, it says, The scene of the conversion of Mary of Magdala is perhaps one of the incidences in the Gospel which best reveal the greatness of the heart of the Redeemer. To Mary much is forgiven because she loved much. This is the remedy for sinners. This is the spirit which sustains the church militant, wherein we may indeed see many sins caused by human frailty, but in which there may be found also a great love ready to pardon all. And the Bishop Challender, who was a bishop of the mid-19th century, who wrote Meditations for each day of the year, says on, for this feast day that there are three things in particular that we can marvel at and imitate and consider in the life of St. Mary Magdalene. The first thing is the wonderful mercies of God, that God would readily forgive the sins of one who is repentant, and that His divine grace, which sanctifies and elevates, can turn the greatest sinner into the greatest saint. When we consider that she was well known to be a big sinner in the time that she was, and after that encounter with Christ for conversion, was she left behind all sin, and of course followed Christ faithfully, being very diligent and very staunch in her resolution not to go back to her former life, but instead to be a true disciple of our Lord. And that lesson of that wonderful mercies of God leads us not to despair when it comes towards thinking about our own sins, that if we turn to our Lord, He will readily forgive us, and that we need not despair about our own salvation. Instead, we must hope for it. That is that vir theological virtue by which we expect from Christ all the means necessary for our salvation and that He is faithful to His promises. And so it leads us to a great hope for our eternal salvation, even when we see the multitude of our sins. But it also leads us to have hope also for our neighbor, for sinners in the world, that while they're still in this life, there is the possibility of their conversion and that they could become, from then on, great saints. And so it leads us not to despair about our own salvation, nor that of our neighbor, regardless of how big or, multi or many our sins may be. And of course, that we must have hope. And of course, that that hope is based on the possibility of conversion. The other thing that this wonderful mercies of God leads us is not to despise our neighbor, even when we see the multitude of his sins, instead of to, how they say, have contempt for our neighbor, well, it should lead us to pray on the more that God grant him those graces necessary for conversion, and that by act of charity towards our neighbor. The second thing that this great bishop says about the lessons we can learn about St. Mary Magdalene is her ready compliance in with the graces that God gave her, that she did not delay her conversion. Already she barges into a house when she finds out that our Lord is there so that she can wash his feet and anoint it with perfume, not thinking about what the world would say or what the Pharisees would say, but only intent of doing that act of reparation for her sins and, of course, to implore him for the forgiveness of her sins. And so we see that readiness to go along with, to cooperate with the divine grace, not only in not delaying one's conversion, 
but also in having that firm resolution to sin no more. We can look at the life of St. Mary Magdalene and see that there was a radical and very deep and profound conversion because she did not, according to tradition and the, the works of the fathers, relapse into her former life, but that she was consistent and firm in that resolution to follow Christ. Oftentimes we ourselves find that our resolutions are not very firm and we end up falling back again and again into old sins or bad habits. But there we should implore God for the grace to have a firm resolution and that He help us to strengthen our wills, to be staunch and ready to fight when it comes towards the temptations that would try to lead us back into our former lives of sin. And then finally, the lesson we can learn is that the ardent love for our Savior well, can bring about the great amount of graces we receive and also cancel out the debt due to our sins. Our Lord concludes this Gospel passage that we read it for her feast day that many sins are forgiven her because she has loved much. And so we see the more that we have divine charity in our hearts, the more that we love God because He is most lovable in Himself, because He is our first beginning and last end, well, the more intense that charity is, the more it cancels out the debt due to sin. And of course, also strengthens us with all the more graces to resist against temptations that we remain firm and perseverant in our resolutions. And so let us strive to imitate Mary Magdalene, particularly in this having this ardent love for our Savior, to even show it in our actions by doing things strictly for His honor and glory. She wiped His feet and anointed it with precious perfume, which we might think is something being, how they say, uh, superfluous. But it is something that shows that love in her heart by an exterior action. So we might think of what we can do for the greater honor of God, whether it be in contributing to the dignity of divine worship, whether it be in striving to offer up some mortification for His honor, or to do some act of charity in His name. All of that will be concrete things by which we will grow in that charity towards Him and of course bring about the remission of the temporal punishment due to our sins. And so let us implore St. Mary Magdalene this day that we might imitate her in her repentance, that we be firm in our resolutions as she was, that we not despair or despise sinners, whether they be ourselves or others, but of course to have great hope for their conversion, knowing that God's grace can work miracles. And finally, to have an ardent love for our Savior, a love that will be confirmed and ratified in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.